This is Buckle Up Queers Podcast with your hosts, the Grunge Cowboy. Fix your face. And Buckle Bear. What's the difference between prescription and subscription? Already, are you frozen already? <laughs> I was trying to see how long it would take you to notice if I didn't move. Oh, that's so fucking annoying. It was so cute. Episode 22 is already off to a great start. A rough start. Um, we are very different individuals, but I looked at the cowboy because we were mid-conversation and I said, just hit fucking record because this is some juicy shit. We were talking about me getting my blood drawn. Uh, For those of you who can remember back to our little blue pill episode, um, every three months, a gay man, or actually anybody, should go for an STI. Yeah, anyone should go for an STI checking. Uh, But if you're on prep, you have to get your blood drawn, and I pass out every single fucking time. Not to the point, like... I've had like a pass out because like I've gotten multiple vials of blood drawn and I'm like out. This is like me just like, you know, kind of going out. So (laughs) I walk in and for those of you who know what I look like, I, I'm pretty tatted, not as much as the cowboy, but a big man walking into the clinic and the phlebotomist is like, ah, this is going to be fucking easy. Every single time I get somebody not new to like the field, but like new to me, I've never seen them before. If I have gone to the same clinic and I just know the look in their eye and I'm like, I'm here to ruin your fucking day because you have me sitting on this chair. Uh, uh-uh, I need to go to the private room. I need to sit on the freaking bed thing the reclining medical chair. I need you to strap me in and I will refuse to get my blood drawn until you strap me in because my fat ass is going to flop on the floor if I pass out and your tiny person is not going to be able to fucking <laughs> lift me up. So I need to be strapped in fully like go for it. And then I bring my own snacks because the snacks that they give you are equivalent for like a small child and a shot of apple juice is not going to do shit for me so i was Uh, first of all they didn't give me snacks today when they drew my blood so go somewhere different leave them a fucking new doctor leave them a getting a new doctor right now absolutely (laughs) i'm fucking pissed they didn't even offer she said you're good you can go (laughs) she's like you want me to go drive my big truck and walk my ass (laughs) on icy sidewalks woozy as fuck (laughs) yeah no i'm fully like i'm there for an hour i am fucking oh my god yeah well because like if i tell them obviously it's like precautionary like if i do do the drowsiness they have me sit there for to just like make sure that i'm okay but i have learned i fucking come prepared i bring electrolytes i bring uh apple juice i bring graham crackers i bring fucking anything that like kind of gets i guess my i don't even want to think blood sugar but just like makes me less nauseous and like less lightheaded so i was asking my doctor of like as far as because every three months i'm like this is a process for me like mostly was asking him are there any tips or tricks or should i be worried that i pass out almost nearly pass out every single time i get my blood drawn and it's not like a big amount like to 
continue on prep, it's like a small vial. Like, yeah, it's not much. Yeah, it's not a lot. And he's like, no, it's pretty common. And I'm like, well, I know a lot of fucking gay people who don't pass out to take prep. <laughs> so, should at we... we... At least we know you're not out doing meth, shooting up meth and heroin. That's how I know I could never, honestly. Like, there's, I, but the thing is, it's <laughs> just, <laughs> just conked out. <laughs> it's not needles. Like I'm okay. Actually, no, fuck that. I don't. I don't enjoy needles. But like, it's not as much because obviously I do the whole look away thing. But it's something physically with like getting my blood drawn. It just I feel the life being sucked out of me. And I don't see like I'm it. the opposite. I feel like if I look away, it hurts more. So I stare at the needle and watch Ugh. it go in my skin and I watch them pull out the blood. Mm-mm. It was, it makes it so easy. Like when my tattoo artist is tattooing me, I also watch them do that. I like do the whole time. I'll sit there and just stare at the needles penetrating my skin. Just like, I'll look at it. I'll look at the needle, like not with a shot, but with my tattoos, I've always looked. And then I just, I get bored. I'm like, okay, cool. I think, like the mentalness of like okay i know what's happening i know what's going on i like prepare for it but yeah it's just okay but also does anybody else walk into the doctor's office with like a laundry list of things that they want to talk to their doctor about and then the minute you get in there oh my god are you okay so sorry (laughs) my google voice no my google voice just went off and i thought somebody's in my fucking apartment yeah i heard a voice and i was like (laughs) I thought it was on my end. <laughs> oh my god. Glad that it's just Google Voice. <laughs> I thought I didn't make like for a split second, I thought that somebody was in my fucking apartment, but also at the same time, I thought it was like a national emergency or some shit. Like it was going off in can my I apartment. Be, like Can I be honest? What? I kinda wish somebody did walk into your apartment right now. <laughs> full fight or flight mode i just, it would just be fun to watch unfold <laughs> that'd be the <laughs> especially first because i'm so far away i could literally do nothing <laughs> that'd be the first video that you po- we post on our tiktok watch as buckle bear gets attacked in his own apartment <laughs> me just in here like cheering you on like yeah you got this you, you got, got it this. you got it <laughs> tackle his ass send him out the window <laughs> that would be so funny um anyways back to the laundry list of stuff like do you does anybody else walk into the freaking doctor and like want to talk about all these things and then you get in there and all of a sudden you have nothing to talk about um or is that just me well i use tiktok to self-diagnose myself a lot so like i already pretty much have the answers and i've got like, it like nine seasons into Grey's anatomy so i pretty much could like perform a surgery on my own if it just wasn't yeah. for the blood yeah, see, I just, like, I went to the doctor today for a very specific reason. I got strep again for the second time in, like, two months, and I'm getting sick of it. So went to the doctor to talk about getting my tonsils removed or something. And then I was, like, wanting to talk to him about a few other things. And after we talked about the whole strep thing, he's like, cool, so what else can I do for you? And I was like, I don't know, nothing. And just, like, completely blanked out. I – that's actually really funny that we're bringing this up because the – like the conversation of who your general doctor is. I think that's what it's, I forget what exactly like your normal doctor that you primary go to. care, primary care. Thank you. 
I've had this conversation with like four different people in the last couple weeks and every gay person that I've had a conversation with is like night and day or they highly suggest finding another gay doctor. Okay, I think my doctor's gay. Mm-hmm. But I'm also not sure. Because it's like, I feel like it's hard to find. I like did extensive research before trying to find a primary care physician. Because I wanted to find an LGBTQIA plus friendly doctor. Uh, just because it takes like 10% of the uncomfortable feelings you have when you go to the doctor away. Um, and he was on that list. But... What are the quali- what are the qualifications like when you're finding a doctor? I know like it says, oh, this is like it gives a little bit of their background, where they got their degree from. But then sometimes also it says like specialties, and every time I see like LGBTQIA plus like friendly or something, I'm like, what does that mean? Like how how yeah. what are the qualifications to get that little badge? I don't know. Maybe they like hyper focus on things like prep or like sexual health or yeah, I don't know. I, maybe they're just like well versed in, or maybe that's like a self, self earned title where you just say, "Hey, like, I'm super gay friendly. Like, I would love for you guys to come see me so yeah. that you feel more comfortable." I don't well, know because I want to find a doctor that understands of like, "Hey, over the, over the weekend, I went to a pool party, and that's why I'm here seeing you," without having to like dive into like specific details yeah. because they they get it, they understand. They're like, "Oh, okay, got it." Got it. Understand. Like, almost they... So you want the doctor that's, like, at that party with you? No. But then we'll also see you on Monday. No. I do not want that doctor that is at the party. I want the doctor that has an understanding, but also isn't, like, a party around pass... Like, a a pass around party bottom type doctor. Hmm. Got it. You know, maybe they had that. Maybe in the... Maybe back in their college days, they had that. But, you know, they... They, like, hung that up. You know? They're... They're here... They were there, but they're they're no longer there. But now we're here. Because also, here's the thing. I don't think I could be sexually attracted to my doctor. I don't know. Mine's kind of hot. But he's, like, hot in, like, a nerdy, goofy, like, I don't even know. I'm just really worried about, like, if I do go in for a physical, like, if I'm sexually attracted to them, like what's gonna happen you know and i'm not and i also am just this is not just a gay man thing i know a lot of people also have this but like i don't know but also at the same time when i'm going down and looking for like when i was looking for my primary physician i was solely looking at their profile pictures and i was choosing the better looking of the ones. Don't do like, that. It'll backfire on you. I did that with a dentist once oh. because he's okay. So this fucking dentist at the grocery store, you know how like on the carts, there's like those little placards and where you put your fucking sperm child and there's like advertisements on there. Well, there's a doctor on there and he's a dentist and it's like a very specific ad for a dentist. That's only in the city that I'm in. Uh-huh. And so I was like, like it's his practice. And I was like, this dentist is so hot. He's like full bearded, like, viking like gorgeous probably 30s dark hair just i just want him in my mouth you know making sure my teeth aren't gonna fall out Mm -hmm. schedule an appointment get there this man has shaved his face since that photo he has gotten 
probably five to ten years older, or he looks that way because of the lack of facial hair, and is absolutely no longer attractive. And so it was like the worst appointment of my life because I went in so excited with such high expectations, and then just wasn't that great. Yeah. There's honestly, I would have just walked out. I'm like, actually, my teeth are fine. Like, I actually, I'll, do you see this smile? They're great. I, I'll go buy some Colgate and like we're chilling. <laughs> Like, I think vibes. next time I'm at the grocery store, I'm going to send you a picture of the ad because it's on almost every single grocery cart. Please do. Do you want to? Okay. This last week, I have a on my phone, I have a, a note called the list of lists. I'm pretty sure that we have talked about this. And one of the lists on the list of lists is things that I don't trust just for no particular reason. I just don't trust them. And I specifically this week wrote down dental office that are part of a strip mall i agree with that and i having your ad on a grocery chart just gives strip mall dentist vibes yeah but it's like also if you know the town that it's in it's like it makes sense because it's in a part of town where it used to be just dirt fields fields and Mm -hmm. like then there was randomly a grocery store with like one sub development and now it's like developing into a full city and so like all these like dental practices doctor practices are like trying to get their their clients within the neighborhood and so it it makes sense but i do see what you're saying also finding a dentist is the worst experience of my life yeah and i don't want to do it anymore but i have to because i really appreciate my teeth and i want to keep them yeah but they're like my dentist appointments go one of two ways I either sit down and they're like, wow, you have the most perfect teeth we've ever seen. Good job. You're killing it. High five. Blah, blah, blah. They floss clean. I go on my way, which is usually like pretty great. Or they tell me that I have like receding gum lines and that I need all these things and that I need like a laser treatment and it's going to be like $10,000 and all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't understand how one dentist just told me that I have a perfect mouth and you're telling me I need all this stuff. Like the last dentist I tried to go to, they tried to, they like sat me in the chair and were about to mold my teeth for a fucking guard for night time because they said I needed a guard for night when I'm sleeping. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree with like choosing like dentists, doctors, really anything. I have, I really need to go to a chiropractor because my knees are like legit fucked up. I think, I don't know what happened. Well, you got to stay off of them. I, I know right that's just, honestly just since i moved to austin just in the bathroom stalls just <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no but i'm like i need to go to a chiropractor or a doctor just to get them checked out like but the thing is i hate going to the doctors unless it's like for a very specific reason of i know i'm sick like I need this antibiotic because as you like with your strep, you know, exactly. You're like, I -hmm. need this antibiotic when it's something that is like unknown. I remember just every single fucking time and same thing with the dentist, every single fucking time, especially with the doctor, I'd go in and it would always just revert back to my weight. And they're like, Oh, well like this could Mm -hmm. be an issue because of your weight. And then it's like, no, like, I've been fat my whole life. This is just, this is fucking, this is a new thing. Like. <laughs> <laughs> this just came up. Yeah. My weight has been around. 
Yeah. And I know for a fact that, like, with my knees, it's gonna be brought up. And I'm like, listen, can we just, like... That's why I... When I'm choosing a primary care physician or, like, a dentist... I 100% will go off of like bedside care and just how we are like Mm -hmm. having a conversation or how they approach certain situations over their technical skills. If I'm like sitting on like a dentist chair and they're fucking, they're cleaning my teeth and like it is not the most, you know, the best, but like their bedside manner, I will continue to go back to that person. Same. I had a dentist growing up my whole entire life. I've went to him like since I started when I was having teeth. My mom took me there and then he sold his practice when I was like 16. And then the very first time I went back to that dentist that bought his practice, it was fucking awful. It was Mm -hmm. so bad. And I remember going and like, you know, when you do your dentist and then you go to the reception and they say, oh, would you like to schedule your next appointment? I remember going up to that receptionist and her saying, would you like to schedule your next appointment? appointment and i said no and she had been there the whole life she goes kyle why i was like that man's mean i'm not coming back here like (laughs) i'm only a teenager but i know for a fact that man's a fucking asshole and like it's not happening and i remember i was the very first person in my family to go to this dentist and all my other like relatives had gone to this old dentist and now we're transitioning into the new dentist and they all thought I was so dramatic and then they went and one by one it just took one (laughs) session with this person they all fucking left and I was like listen that's right and so literally like I think it was like two years later the practice closed and I was like well because the guy's a fucking asshole so I'm not surprised I just feel really bad for all of his dental hygienists and the receptionists who were there for like years but yeah the ones that thought they were going to retire from there yeah and that's my little tricked your ass. My tangent. How did wow? We just went from me passing out to a dentist closing. I love our. It's just what happens. I love our little segues, but do you know what is, I found out? Today? What? I found out that the hot Kelsey brother is retiring. The bearded one, the bear. Wait, oh, the Kelsey bear. I know, I, Jason. Yeah. Have you watched their, have you watched, well then this, I already know the answer to this. Have you watched their documentary? It's called Kelsey. No, but uh, it sounds like a really good hour and a half. Um, Here's the vibe. Um, Unless you're into football, it's really not. But I watched it on fast forward only because there are a couple clips where the Kelsey brothers, uh, specifically Jason, is shirtless. And you get full bear. Um, And I solely did that to prove that documentary solely solidified him being the sexiest man alive. And I said, listen, had this premiered before the list came out, people would not be questioning why he was on there. So I can't tell you anything about the documentary because I really didn't watch it all that much. I think I'm going to have to watch that documentary just to see him shirtless because he's so hot. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Anyways, episode 22, second episode of season two. Um, Thank you all for the feedback that you gave us on season one, but then also the hype for our new logo 
which is so fucking dope. Um, if you are listening to this one, you've probably already seen what our logo looks like, and it is so fucking dope. So just want to give y'all a shout out to the listeners who have been here since episode one or the new ones that just came on season two. So um, we love you. Welcome to the Heather gang. I don't like that you just did that. I don't. Anyways. My goal um, this year is to growl more. I'm going to growl at everything. Please don't. Absolutely not. Did you see um, or hear? Have you ever heard about those Facebook groups um, that are called, like, Are We Dating the Same Man? Mm -hmm. Yep. And I recently within the last week looked up to see if there's a gay version and there's not i was oh my god we we need to take a break from each other because i think we're, we're trying we're getting too similar like our mind our brain <laughs> we started this on just like completely different brain waves that just like meshed so fucking well together and now it's just everything i'm like oh damn 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 <laughs> it's so fucking stupid because i tried to join one of the ones here in denver because my best friend she's the one that we talk about a lot where she's stupid with boys but she's in that facebook group and she like the way that they exploit these straight men just blows my mind and the way that they're like all so okay with it and then like she was she was like talking to this one guy and some girl like dm'd her and was like I'd be careful with him, blah, 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 STIs, this, that, like was throwing out all the big words. And she like texted me and was like, hey, I really like this guy. Like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, she's probably a pissed off ex-girlfriend or he really did give her STIs. So like you have one of two options. Yeah. Fuck around and find out or just call it quits. Yeah. And so I tried to join that one, but they're like very serious about no men allowed. And I was like, girl, I'm not here to like expose anybody. I'm just here for the tea. Yeah, no, I also did the same thing trying to find one here in Austin. I never tried to join it because I knew for a fact, I was like, there's no way I'm going to get in. But for those of you who are not aware of what um, this these Facebook groups is, it's called Are We Dating the Same Man? And then whatever major city, there's like close to like three dozen um, all mm -hmm. over the United States. And so what happens is if you match with a guy on one of the dating sites, you post his picture on there and you say, hey, one, are we dating the same man? Um, just to kind of, from what I understand, <laughs> it's just more so to like, hey, is anybody else like, are we all, is he taking all of us out um, to get on the same like level playing field? But then also it's kind of turned into a Yelp of men that they have dated, which if you look into the rules of the group, it actually is very, very, very smart for safety mm -hmm. reasons, both like for physical safety, emotional and spiritual safety as well too. Yeah. Um, where like there are stories where people have posted a picture and they're like, Hey, please watch this. Like watch out for this man. He has been pretty verbally or physically abusive in previous relationships. Yeah. So if you are in the dating field and you are a straight woman, I strongly suggest getting into one of those groups. But the And then send us screenshots because we can't get in and I want to know. I want, I want to know what these conversations are had. I want the tea. But then also for our Heathers that are straight men who are in the dating pool, 
Um, fucking step it up because we all know women are superior. They are way smarter and they have these groups and you can't get away with your fucking bullshit anymore. So like, stop being a dick and treat people right. Yeah. And we all know like the, the dating pool on the apps is very small in your town. Like there's a lot of people, but once you run through them all, like as far as like matching or unmatching or whatever, like there's not much more until new people sign up, which I feel like is not that often. It's just like a vicious cycle of the same people. So these Facebook groups are like genius. Whoever started this, like, and they're popping off. They are like every single one has so many members in it. And I like, I'm kind of thinking maybe we should start a movement. Maybe we should have a queer one. Should we? Are we dating the same man? Gay edition. It would just be so hard though, because like with the women's one, you like only women are allowed in this group. And so you can safely post. Yeah. Whereas like, if you and I were in the same group, I couldn't post about you being a piece of shit, you know? Yeah, that's true. So I guess that makes it really hard. Yeah. We just really debunked our, our own genius idea. Mm-hmm. I, but, there's got to be a way to make that work, though, to where it, like it works out really well. If you can find a way around this, one of you Heather's, let us know. Let's make this group. But the reason I put this on the list is because one of the men who was brought up in one of the group, this girl like posted, his name is Nico, posted, and he got fucking railed. People were like, yeah, he ghosted me. Um, we went on a couple of dates. Like, basically just honest, gave a truthful review on how this man is in the dating pool. Somebody screenshotted it, and he ha- somehow got a hold of it. So now he is suing for $75 million for defamation of character. Who is he suing? He's suing the creators of the group. He's, I think he's like also suing like the people who talked about him. And then he's suing Meta, like Facebook and Instagram, basically saying like they're encouraging this defamation of character. And so I just think it's fucking funny how basically everything that was said about him is coming true because like he can't take constructive criticism. His like little ego is getting hurt and now he is just proving that he's the biggest fucking asshole in the country hey nico don't be a piece of shit how about that why don't you try that yeah so as far as like people who have sued and now are just like complete fucking assholes i think that this guy is pretty equivalent to the man and the woman who sued um who sued i think they sued the government um for student loan forgiveness and that's why we all have to pay back our student loans so those three are at the top of the assholes of the united (laughs) states so congratulations i I can't wait to hear how this turns out because i mean like it would suck to be i don't want to use the word victim but i'm going to and i'm sorry but it would suck to be the victim of a are we dating the same man post but if you got yourself there, there's a good chance that you deserve it. But also I just like want to bring light to these groups again of like how important they are for girl, like women's safety to be able to like date men that are either sexual predators and like known about it because 
we all know that, that we live in a world where that is not always voiced or believed when it's voiced. Um, so fuck you, Nico. Proud of you girls for sticking to it. We're going to find an equivalent in the gay community because we definitely need it. Yeah. I think that's $75 awesome. million? Dollars? Grow the fuck up. God. <laughs> what a fucking idiot, dude. That's like the fucking lady that sued McDonald's because her coffee was hot. Like, come on. Are you fucking kidding me? Wait. You're going to hate me for this, but I actually have some pretty good knowledge about that lady. So you're going to roll your eyes, but I have to, I got, I got to come to the defense, this defense of this lady. So she, for those of you who don't know, sued McDonald's because she spilt the coffee on her lap and it caused like third degree burns. And like, everyone says that's why all coffee cups or like hot beverage cups all have a caution. This is hot on the cup. But further investigation into this McDonald's is there is a certain temperature that brewed beverages can remain at that is like a safety level. Anything past that, if it does spill or like it causes damage to the skin. So the manager of this McDonald's was trying to save a couple pennies and raise the temperature of this brewed coffee um, only in internally in the store because he didn't want people to come and get free refills of coffee. I don't think they do it anymore, but back in the day, McDonald's has like those big canisters of free coffee. So you could come spend a dollar and you get as much coffee as you want. So he cranked up that temperature so people couldn't get refills because they would have to wait so long for it to cool down to drink, it. to drink it. And then it spilt on her and they tested it. And it was like way above what is like, in the safety zone so justice to that woman okay i have two takes on this i understand that they were doing some shady shit which caused her to get burnt worse than she would have had it just been normal temperature Mm -hmm. but also i know what happens when people drive through drive throughs with hot coffee they stop they order their hot coffee and then the minute they get it they take the lid off and they like try to do some shit with it in their car while they're driving away and I wasn't in this car with this woman, but I guarantee you that's what happened. She probably tried to like drive away while putting her creamer in, while stirring it all at the same time. And she fucking spilt it. Was it hotter than it should have been? Yes. Is coffee hot no matter what? Also, yes. So my brain says, hey, this is a really hot fucking beverage. I'm not going to take the lid off and try to drive. I'm going to go ahead and pull into this cute little parking spot that's right here by the drive through window. put the coffee on my center console, take the lid off, pour my cream and stir it, put the lid back on and get the fuck on with my day. Yeah. But also, um, if it was like suing a small mom and pa business, I'd like, yeah, girl, Yeah, but it's fucking McDonald's. Like they probably paid her out like a million dollars. And like, that was just chump change to them. So fuck the man. It's, it's more just the principle of it. Like you, fucked around and you found out you did some dumb shit and you got a dumb prize like it's like it's a mutual idiocracy thing you know like you guys were both idiots nobody should have to pay out and i mean whatever like it didn't come out of that manager's pocket but yeah (sighs) idiot brains getting fucked by stupid that's my new favorite saying (laughs) yeah that's my new favorite (laughs) saying (laughs) fucking nico dude Oh, this one goes out to you, Nico. Yeah, that maybe we'll name the episode after him. 
called Fuck Nico. Fuck Nico. Perfect. I love it. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Did you see the other thing that I wrote in the shared note? Yeah, Friendship Colors. Yeah. Have you ever heard of it? Yeah, it's been around for a while, and I, I did notice on TikTok it's, like, resurfacing again. Yeah. But there's more colors now, I feel like. Yeah. Well, don't worry, because I did come prepared. Um, and I screenshotted it as far as um, what each color means. Um, and I think it would be just kind of cool if we said what the color names are and then for our heathers who are listening i think that this would be like a really good moment for you to just like reflect in your relationships and decipher who your color of your friendships are and action item pull out your phone because you're already listening to this which means your phone is handy and text that person and tell them you love them because nobody does that enough phones are too quiet these days text each other tell each other what you mean to each other also, I think it'd be really fun for you to go down the list one by one, and I'm going to say a name for each color, but it might be a code name and it might be their real name. Okay. I have a feeling that you and I share one of the same colors. Also, I was thinking about it, and there's you are also one of the colors on here. Yeah. Is it red? Am I your red friend? No. Just straight up anger? No. <laughs> no. But I was also thinking about this, and... Um, as I was like having this like really peaceful, soulful, soulful moment, I was like, oh my God, just like reflecting of like who in my friendship group are these colors and like which friends could be that, but we're, you know, we're kind of new in the relationship. But then I was thinking and reflecting and I was also scrolling through Instagram and somebody posted a, a picture of their art and I have decided whatever color a truthful friend is is me because if any one of my friends were to send me their art and it's not good i'll tell them i'm like that's fucking ugly okay but that's the thing with art is like there's like your standard your beauty standards of america art where it's like yeah that's obviously good art but art is such an interpretive medium that it's like you can't who are you to say it's ugly okay wait (laughs) I was with my best friend today, and they bought a stuffed fox, a literal taxidermied fox. And Ew. guess what? <laughs> That's what I said. But guess what? This fox is also um, posable. So instead of normal taxidermy, it's like soft foam, and then it's got wires in it, so you can move its arms and legs and its body and like put it in different poses and make it cute. And it was a really gorgeous fox at one point when it was still breathing, and it had really pretty blue eyes. <laughs> And now it's dead and in my best friend's um, studio. So this is but, the most <laughs> Colorado shit I've ever what? fucking what? heard. Does this friend also go off-roading too and like fucking drinks an IPA as like a leisurely beverage? Okay, this friend does drive a Jeep. It is not lifted. It is a pavement princess for now. And this friend also did have a hazy at dinner after they bought the dead fox. I, I fucking told you. And this person probably <laughs> saw the TikTok video of the brewery that's on top of a fucking mountain that you have to go and hike to drink to. 
No, 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 no. They probably saw that. They are not that. I love this. No, 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 no. They're not that ambitious. Okay. So the beauty of art is in the eye of the beholder. I fully understand that. But anyways, back to the colors. The friendship. Back to pretty little colors and people. (laughs) Okay. So red. Uh, red is someone you have given your heart to and trust to keep it safe. Ah, this is going to get deep real quick. Yes. Okay. Um, E. Okay. I am kind of picturing this as like somebody who would be like a first love that like you still remain friends. I don't think I have a red. I have a red. And see, I'm picturing it as somebody that's like, that you could see yourself spending the rest of your life with, but like, situations don't make that happen, you know? Yeah. Okay. I think also maybe too, I'm a very guarded person when it comes to my heart, so I don't think, and when I have that red, that red will for sure know, so. Yeah, but I feel like your red's not going to be your like, your partner, you know, your lover, your boyfriend, it's going to be like that best friend where you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I get it. Red. When I was like I reading it. all of these and I feel like, uh, like your close friends will obviously like, honestly, I feel like they're kind of like the fucking rainbow because they each have a quality that relates to one of these colors. But the friends that I'm thinking of, like are more so the quality. This is the biggest quality about them. Yeah. Um, orange is someone who will always hold a special place in your heart and will never leave. Hmm. Bambi. Okay. I was going to say that you are my orange. You think I'm going to be around forever? I don't know. I just feel like. That's so cute. We just fucking vibe. And like, I don't think that there's going to be anything that can be done that will like make us split like whether we continue with the podcast or not i just don't see us not being connected are you breaking up with me no i actually just signed a contract for a solo podcast so yes checks out the end of the era is actually for this (laughs) podcast we just accidentally fucked up the titles we just fucked shit up (laughs) oh fuck okay (laughs) yellow is someone keeping you alive making your life meaningful? Mm-hmm. I like that one. Do you have one? I do. Um, Rose. Rose is going to be that one. Okay. I would say that this is our mutual friend, Sapphire. I do appreciate that as well. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Are we allowed to have multiples? I think so. Yeah. It's not like... Yeah, you can definitely have multiples. Okay, then yes, Ruby is definitely one of those. Okay. Um, Green is someone you would protect with your life because they mean so much to you. Okay, that's actually Ruby for me. Ooh, okay, okay. Yeah, I would literally hit anybody with my truck or my fist for Ruby. Yeah, I fully... I, I totally get that. I 
it's it's always interesting speaking about like our mutual friends because I think that the qualities that they have we both absolutely love and adore but I think that they fall into different realms in our life as well too and I feel like kind of the reverse of what green was that I've always gotten from Sapphire is that like she has always been like one of my biggest defenders through Mm -hmm. the whole like she knew me when I was like in the closet and so I think that that's kind of why she fell into the yellow I love that and that's like that is very true for our friendships our mutual friendships is that it is very they are very different people in each of our lives but they like intertwine a lot together. Yeah. I definitely have a green and he is one of my closest straight friends and I will fucking hurt anybody for this man. I know who it is. I don't think you do. I'm pretty sure I do. You, I don't feel like you have really any that many straight friends. I don't think you know who this person is. It's it's not and I know who I know who you are thinking it is and it is not that person. Hmm. Were you thinking this person's name? Do you know have you, did do, they, you watch, do they live in California? They do. But did you watch Jimmy Neutron as a child? Hmm, not enough to know a reference. Nah, fuck you. Four letters in their name? Well, fuck, both of them have four letters in their name. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Older or younger? Younger? Wait, then you might. Yeah. Oh, wow! Yeah. Okay, okay. You dumb bitch. (laughs) 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 You you think that I don't know you? (laughs) Wow, okay. That I'm actually really surprised. For that's the first person that came to mind when you said that. I love that. I love that. Okay, well, moving on to Teal is someone who came into your life at the right time and helped you uh, when you were at your lowest. Okay, fuck. I a hundred percent have a Teal. When I read this, I immediately knew exactly who it was, and it was actually the same girl who I just explained the story who has a shitty taste in art. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that she realized... I'm I also know who that is. Uh, yeah, you for sure do. Yeah. Yeah. She... I don't think that she realized that she came into my life when I needed it the most. See, this is what's fucked up is like, okay, because Ruby's also that person for me because... And this one deserves like a small little story time. So like, I was sent into Ruby's life to help her like in that moment, the first time that we hung out, like got to see each other, like I was put there on purpose to um, be like a support dog for her. Um, But really what like she doesn't always know is that like she, during that time, like I really, really needed what she had. And so it was like a very mutual um, little life-saving moment for us. Um, But since then, like Ruby has been through, the trenches with me like every time i'm going through the most traumatic time of my life i'm always like with ruby for some reason um and she just like provides such a safe space for me to like be very vulnerable with my feelings and how my heart is and like where it's at 
Um, cause <clears throat> as a Scorpio, I'm not always like the most open with my feelings and I tend to deflect a lot. And for some reason when she's around, I don't have that. And I like full on bear everything. Mm. So big shout out to her. Cause she's definitely gotten me through some shit. Like she's the only one out of all my f- current friends that has like seen me like full on break down cry. Wow. Yeah. Shout out to you, Rubes. Oh, we love her. Ruby Tuesday. She's three of my colors right now. Damn. Frick. She's, a she's whole, my rainbow. She's, she's a whole my whole rainbow. rainbow. She's my pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Ally. Ally. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving on to blue is someone you miss so much and you would do anything to get them back. You still love them with all your heart and you will be there for them whenever they need. So this kind of sounds like it is somebody who has played a pivotal role in your life, but you are no longer friends for whatever reason. And I immediately know exactly who this person is, even though I am not ready to mend anything. Had mm-hmm. this person, if they were to call me up, I a hundred percent would be on a fucking plane. Absolutely. Yeah, I have two. Dos. I have two of those. Cool. Poiple. Someone who you fought with, but they mean so much to you and dread losing them, even though you know it's coming. Yeah. I don't... I don't think I have one of those right now. I do. Which kind of... No. (laughs) Keep talking, we can fucking get there. But also, yes. (laughs) It depends Depends on on the episode. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Um, I for sure have this. And I don't think it necessarily... I think that we're very much like fire and ice. And I absolutely love and adore them but i think that because we're fire and ice we definitely butt heads quite often but i still fucking love them and i think the only reason while why it would like i'd lose them is just because paths life we're both growing and like flourishing and where we're at and so i think that that might that might alter do i know this person i think so yeah Anyways, pink is someone you don't see often, but always have a special connection whenever you see them and love them so much. Mm -hmm. I also have one. Yeah. Yep. I saw that person today, actually. Uh Oh, the person who bought the fox? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah, they are very important to me, but I don't see them often because we're both very busy. But when we do, it's like nothing ever happened. Like no time ever passed. Those are the best. Also, I feel like with these colors is like, they like friends obviously come and go. And so obviously there are like people 
they come and they fulfill one of those colors. But then also you could have a friend that through the different seasons has like changed colors with you. Like mm-hmm. obviously like there's purple and there's blue, like blue just kind of means like maybe that chapter has closed and they're no longer like a huge part of it. As opposed to like teal is like somebody who freshly came into your life or there's maybe even purple who's somebody who is like exiting that. Um, so I think that this, when I saw it came across this, I was like, oh, fucking love this so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna post this on our instagram um as we said a challenge um hopefully when we read these you knew exactly who they were um the cowboys challenge is to just go ahead and shoot that person a text message but then also maybe you can even shoot us a dm and tell us who your colors are and why they're your colors you don't even have to tell us your name but like why they fulfill that color for you so yeah I love listening to people's relationships, like, like what makes people so special to other people. It's like one of my favorite things to listen to. Mm-hmm. Same. I, a hundred percent. Also, I feel like I'm just like in this like realm of 2024 where like, I want to really hone in on the relationships that I have, but then also I feel Like, I'm in such a good place where I can, like, bring on new relationships and new friendships and not have that sacrifice existing relationships. And so. Yeah. I love that. You know, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. I bought um, a new journal, which I'm really excited for. Because that's, like, part of my thing is, like, I'm trying to write down my feelings more. And by that, I mean, when I, like, get in my feels, I write a lot of poetry um and so i'm trying to get into that and so what i did to make it more fun for myself was i bought a notebook with black paper and i bought metallic mark like pens to use which is gonna be so cute and fun so um and i also bought a book so i guess i'm gonna read now wow are you a big like journaler or have you ever like gone through a season where you journaled a lot um i write a lot of poetry so i I don't really journal. I just like write a lot of poetry and I have like probably like 10 plus journals and notebooks that are filled with just like thought poetry, just shit that pours out of my brain. Um, I really, 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 really love creative writing. Um, But sometimes like my brain gets so loud that I can't get it out. And so I struggle and then I like kind of shut down and stop doing it. So I'm trying to push myself to get past that little block. I through my healing season back when I lived in the hell of um, California, I was definitely in my mental health repairing stage, um, my emotional health repairing stage. And I journaled every single day for like almost a year. Um, And then the next year I continued with it, but I paired it up with therapy and it was so great because I had weekly therapy sessions where I would, the night before, would read the, like, kind of skim through the week's worth of journals. And I would highlight things that, like, didn't sit right with me. Because what I did with my journal is I did it the first, like, 20 minutes I woke up. I just sat at my table and I just wrote things and just let the brain just get it all out on paper. I had a rule where I had to write three pages worth. And then um, it was really cool to just like dissect that feeling um, and really not like 
it just was scribbles. Like it wasn't aesthetically pleasing journaling. Um, but it was just so good to like really get into your subconscious and have somebody like talk you through that. And I definitely Mm -hmm. look back at that and I'm like, that was those exercises were some of the biggest reasons why I have like healed, um, a lot of whatever I was going through. And so I highly suggest if you are unable to afford therapy, which, um, I totally understand is very, very expensive. Um, journaling is a huge thing to just get it out on paper. It's great. I think we see it all over Instagram and TikTok, like the aesthetically pleasing calligraphy journals. And like, those are great if that is for you, but like mine looks like scribbles. There's like pages where I'm like, this made no sense because all I had that morning was just words. I couldn't form sentences. I just wrote words down. Or yeah. I don't even know what that says. That's I think that's like the common misconception about journaling or writing in general is that it has to have structure and it has to look good and it has to like sound good. But really what you're doing is like you're just getting your thoughts out onto a piece of paper and like processing them in that way. Um, and thoughts don't always make sense as we all know. Like we know what goes on in our brains and it isn't always smooth and pretty. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it comes out jumbled or you use words wrong. Yeah. Now I want to start journaling again do it let me look this notebook uh, this is like a treat it's so sexy Ooh, black paper yeah sexy i don't know what it is about this but i just like flip through the pages flip through the pages again can you do it louder That fucking sucked, but oh, okay, stop, stop. <laughs> stop. Yeah, this is not an ASMR podcast. <laughs> that I apologize to anybody that listens to this with he- with headphones because that probably fucked up your ears. <laughs> That's it. I'm calling it. Stop fucking recording. <laughs> also, wait. The fact so obviously nobody can see it, but it. That book looks like a very, like, sexy cowboy book. It is. So that's, like, the whole thing is I hate reading. I cannot stay focused, and I don't – I've never picked up a book that kept my attention longer than, like, three or four chapters. And so I was, like – I was, like, what better place to look for a book than on TikTok? So I started – I got on BookTok, and I was, like, watching reviews, and there's one that I really want to read, but it, like, seems very scary because everybody making videos about this book is bawling. Like – they're mad at the writer. They're pissed at what happens. And I was like, first of all, I'm going to get there at one point, but I don't know if I can emotionally handle that. So I really love queer novel, like queer things. Like I love watching queer movies as long as they're good and not low budget. Um, and so I, I started looking up queer books and there's this series by Emmy Sanders. Um, and she writes queer cowboy love stories. And it's like a, what is that called? A saga, a series. Yeah. Like when so. there's multiple. Yeah. Um, and this is the first one. So I ordered it because I think that like in a cute, perfect dream world, like a cowboy love story just sounds like, like Brokeback Mountain was such a good movie because it just represented so many things in my life that I like can relate to. So I'm hoping that like do, reading something that I'm interested in will keep me reading long enough that I'll get through a full book. A cowboy love story sounds like my, 
wet dream. Yeah, if this is good, I'll literally mail it to you when I'm done. You should. And or then I'll maybe, buy the second one. Or maybe Should I'll you just, get it and we'll read it together? Yeah. I've been wanting to like get like read more because I feel dumb. Welcome back to Buckle Up Queers where we where we review queer cowboy love story books. Queer literature. Um sit back and relax as we listen to the Grand Cowboy read Fool of Hearts. Stop interrupting me. I'm reading a fucking book. I well, it was not. I hope hopefully the author did a better job at reading that because you did not keep me interested. Th- that's because nothing but a mirror keeps you interested. No, there are several guys on Grinder that keep me interested. Hmm, they all look like you. Mm-hmm. Um. Wait, this is kind of involving like a cowboy love story thing. Uh, they're oh my god, I'm gonna be so mad if I can't remember who they are. They are a duo podcast, two girls, but they also started a sex toy business. And when I was listening to them talk about the business, I was like, wasn't really that interested, but they take it to a whole new level where they have sex toys that are pre-programmed with a story that you listened through the app. So basically it is a voice actor who is like equivalent to like they'll send a picture of what the character looks like and then they'll have you listen to it like a normal book. And then at night when you get to the spicy things, you can pre-program your sex toy and it will walk you through. Basically it's like him dirty talking to you while you're using the sex toy and the motions of like the vibrations are also synced up with the audio And I was like, that is so fucking genius. And like, you could essentially introduce all these new characters. So we will be. I'm very, very, very curious about that. Well, we're, we're partnering up with them. And so we will also have our own story. And if you listen to this podcast while you pleasure yourself, I'll, I'm a happy camper. Honestly, I don't blame you. Thanks for being gay with us. Love ya.